0: You are listening to the Direct Booking Success Podcast, bringing you all the information you need for your short term rental to stand out from the crowd. I'm your host, Jen Boyles. As an owner and manager myself, I know how hard it can be to navigate the hospitality industry. I'm here to help so you too can have direct booking success. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Direct Booking Success Podcast. I'm Jen Boyles, your host. And today I have with me, Dave Cordner. So, hi Dave, good to see Hello. you. Thank you for having me. Oh, It's great to see you and to have your awesome Belfast accent. So. <laughs> Let's start by asking you to tell us a bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Yeah, so I'm Dave, I'm the founder of Central Belfast Apartments. We're a property management company based in Belfast and we have just over 70 units. And I love shining about the city. As well as that, I'm also an author on my latest book, Short-Term Rental Revolution, got to number one on Amazon. And I also coach people on how to set up and scale service accommodation, property management, short-term rental businesses.
0: Brilliant. We're going to get into all those things. First, I want to know, because it's something that I don't know about you, is how you got into this business in the first place. So I was
1: really lucky in a way. My mom and dad had a couple of properties about 15 years ago maybe a, a little bit longer actually long before Airbnb existed or it was really anything happening in Belfast tourism wise but they had these called them holiday lets back then and I sort of just just to help them out so I would deal with all the, the soft things so I would clean the properties for a few quid meet the guests when they would go on holiday and I just really got the the buzz for it so I could sort of see the inner workings of it from a young age oh, well Say young age, it was probably mid twenties, but younger age. You know,
0: I could see, that,
1: I could see what was, yeah, I could see what was required in the business before i had actually made any decision to get into it. And I think that's maybe the key difference with with some people, particularly those who come from traditional property investing backgrounds. They see short term rentals as a, as a easy passive income stream, whereas <laughs> I was very much aware of what was in enta- what it entailed. Yeah, uh, don't
0: get me started on the whole passive thing. No,
1: it's I'll not turn a proper into- strategy.
0: No, oh, this doesn't. will turn into a different episode. <laughs>
1: yeah. So it didn't really scare me. I knew what was involved. I knew I liked meeting the guests and I was really passionate about Belfast and showcasing it and meeting, showing them around and things. So it sort of just it didn't scare me. And I, I got my first property in 2014, started doing things my own way then, really liked being my own boss. And yeah, in 2015, got my second. And then I, I sort of switched into the property management side. and. Obviously, my parents were the first clients, so they wanted to retire for a second time around.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: First client, I managed theirs. And once I saw I could manage theirs, I thought I could manage anyone. So, so that's how we've sort of grown to the size that we are now.
0: That's great. So the first couple of properties you bought. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. And I, I thought, you know, I bought, I bought one in 2014, one in 2015, and I really sort of changed things up. And was once I got into it, I realized about, you know, the work involved in doing everything, yourself I started yeah. to housekeepers and pms systems okay. and lead in companies and stuff like that so then i suppose i just started sure. leveraging other people's properties to sort of grew our portfolio and the
0: yeah.
1: earn income problem
0: but I like that you learned on your family's business but also your own you know it's not you see people nowadays where we could really go on a different we could go on a completely rant episode here about <laughs> other people but you know you know trying out This business on somebody else's property is not what you want to start off with.
1: No. Well, I mean, it it was good for me to learn the sort of shop floor tasks. So the cleaning and meeting the guests and literally cleaning the toilets and changing the beds to learn what was involved. But then obviously my parents had their own way of doing things. And when I got mine, I thought, well, why are we doing it this way? Why are we doing it this way? I'd like to try this. I'd like to buy this sort of property. I'd like to paint this color do these things differently. And that's when you sort of see those gains and see those changes. And yeah, it was an exciting time. I sometimes look back there and think that was, as much, that was a very easy time compared to the, the scale that we've got to now. You yeah. Sort of nostalgia on that. Um, and
0: how many properties are you managing now?
1: So over 70 units at the minute, and that's ranges between rooms that we let out in guest houses all the way up to five bedroom penthouses in the city centre. So a real mix of everything. Everything's in Belfast. As I say, it's a city that I'm really passionate about. I love promoting it. And my mission to make it one of the hottest cities in the world to visit, I think, we're, think we'll think we'll maybe get there. Some people and visit Belfast and the tourism bodies call me like the unofficial ambassador of Belfast. But
0: I can see it, yeah.
1: I just love promoting it. It doesn't get the recognition it deserves on the world stage. Yeah. We're small a small city, but yeah. it's got a big personality.
0: Well, you know that I lived in Northern Ireland for a few years and Belfast is, it's amazing. You know, it's it's culturally rich. You know, it's just a lovely place. And I use you as an example sometimes with my clients because of what you do. And this is why I've got you on here today, because one thing that you do, you do a lot of things well. But one thing that I love about you is your promotion of Belfast using video. And I just I love watching it. I love seeing what you're doing. You know, I just, can you tell us a bit about how that sort of started, started using videos?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I knew it, I've heard, and I'm sure people are still saying it, like video is the future, video is the key, you need to be making video. And I've been wanting to do it for years and it was always like anything difficult and a bit stress-inducing, I would just put it off for a rainy day. I'll do that later, I'll do that later. Then COVID came and obviously that was the biggest, rainiest day ever hmm well I have to sort of do it now plus it, it helped that I sort of felt like I was going to get an even better advantage because all the visit Belfast, Tourism Ireland, Tourism Northern Ireland all their marketing budget was just switched off no one was doing anything with regards to travel so I thought I saw an opportunity and thought if I start doing video well no one else is doing it particularly by Belfast so I'll be seen by a lot more people and that that is sort of what happened so at the start I was just doing trial and error No one was really watching them, but I was getting better every time and, you know, eventually then one went, one went a little bit viral and I was sort of hooked in then, but it's sort of grown. I started off, I'm in Belfast, so I was doing best bars, restaurants, walks, experiences, best Guinness in Belfast. (laughs) It's a tough job. And then I moved on to start interviewing sort of local celebrities, local well-known faces around the city, and then now even all the tourists. So, Mm -hmm. Spot tourists a mile off. I'm sure if you're in Spain, you can spot the Irish people, or if you're in America, you can spot whatever. Yeah. So you can just spot them. So I would just go up to them and and interview them and find out about their experiences. And I love doing that. And I love showcasing that to the people back home as well, because in Belfast and Northern Ireland, we're quite self deprecating. And we might often think, why would anyone come here? And it's Mm -hmm. you live so close. To something they don't recognize the value of it, yeah. see and hear it from external people. If I, well, I love the people, yeah. I love the scenery, or I love that it's so small yeah. and everything that's around it. I'm trying to change that narrative in the local people's heads as well as other potential visitors. So I love
0: it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I used to live on the north coast there near the Giants Causeway, so to me that is just like it's a natural, it's a wonder, it's amazing. <laughs> and I've been told it's just a pile of rocks you know, that is the mindset yeah. of people from Northern Ireland. It's just rocks, you know, why are you so interested in it? I'm like, it's not just rocks, you know, so I can totally see that. And I love that that's sort of a, a secondary benefit of showcasing Belfast for you. Yeah. And
1: I think, you know, when I speak to a lot of other property managers or short-term rental owners who you want to make video, they, they almost say the same thing. Well, what can I make video about? And not like, well, you live on the say it's you. You live down the north coast. There's like so many great beaches there. You can talk mm-hmm. about seafood restaurants, walks, things to do for families. There's, there's, it's like a mountain of value that you're standing on. But when you're standing at the top, all you can see is all the other mountains. You don't realize what you're already what you've already got in your doorstep that you can that you can share it by, and the people are looking at your mountain. Go, I'd love to be over there.
0: Yeah, yeah. You no, know, it's like no, it's great. But it's it's what also what you know we look at. OTAs are sort of our competitors sometimes, and we look at what they've got. But the thing is, what they don't have is that local knowledge. And then I think, no, yeah, there's no substance there. They're just a booking platform. So we can really stand out by showcasing our local area, becoming that local expert, which you have done expertly in Belfast. You really, you really have.
1: So like building that trust, I think, you know, that sort of validity, yeah. especially if the, the owner or the someone in the business is a face of it, you know, people can actually see a face, people, there's a much more connection there. People um, build a lot more trust with people as opposed to like a faceless brand or logo that you can put on the OTAs.
0: Yeah. Well, I just know, if I know anyone coming to Belfast, I'd tell, give them your website. I can Because her- you are Belfast to me, <laughs> you know, and my cousins That's came my over. Goal. Yeah. Well, my cousins came over, it was the last month, and did a whole tour around. And of course, they came to me and said, where should we stay? And I said, well, go stay with Dave and, and Belfast." I think they thought I was sending them to your house. But anyway, I then clarified, go and look on his website and, and decide where you want to stay and book with him. But that's where you need to go. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So, these videos, how are they playing into your marketing? How is it working in connection with bookings and, and the business?
1: So it's it's it works in a number of ways. So for a start, because it's made on the videos, it does sort of raise my profile in terms of my network in the city and the country. It has definitely helped in growing our portfolio because we manage these properties on behalf of our clients. And we get a lot of people who can see the effort that I'm putting in to fill their properties effectively uh, and want to work with us. And certainly it gives off the edge over other property management companies. In terms of guests, yeah, we get significant inquiries through all of our social media platforms about coming to stay. And it's very easy to link in the bio, go and check it out. We have a direct booking engine there and it's great. In the last 12 months, we've done over £250,000 worth of direct bookings. And it's it's, a, you know, we've got some serious hits on our website as well, for, and you can see where they come from in terms of Instagram, mm-hmm. TikTok, Facebook. And uh, you know, another another good thing about these videos, I, I always feel is there's there's a lot of, particularly in, our, in, in my country, in Ireland, there's a lot of Love Ireland Facebook pages, little groups where people are actually talking communities and like, I want to go to, it's mainly Americans, you know, I want to come to. Mm-hmm. I'm coming to Ireland, where should I stay in Belfast and to have videos that you can just be like, oh, here's like the top 10 things to do when you're in Belfast and just drop that in. Like, that's massive value you're giving to someone you wouldn't necessarily have. Otherwise, you you maybe have a blog or something like that, but or just come and stay, come and look at our website. But you know, if they say a picture speaks a thousand words, videos, 10,000.
0: Well, yeah, but you're giving them value. You're not saying, hey, come to my website, stay with me. You're saying, here, here are the places to go. And then, you know, sort of that call to action at the end is head to our website after they have yeah. value.
1: And, you know, another thing I'd like to say is the the videos of the properties never do as well. Experiential, you know, here's the best walk to do, or here's the longest zip line in Ireland or whatever. Those always do much better because those are people... You know you're creating the demand you're yeah. creating the demand for people that you're educating them about what they can do there. everyone knows you're going to have good properties otherwise you know so unless you've got something like unreal, like a tree house or something phenomenal, the videos of the properties, which you should always do never do as well as the actual experiential things, but it's all about generating that demand and that interest and you know people know this 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 business is a is a the short, short-term rental business—they'll so direct to the to your website.
0: Mm-hmm. So, if somebody's listening to this right now and they're going, "Oh, I feel so inspired," of course, we're gonna—I'll link to your social platforms and your YouTube and that in the show notes so they can go check you out. But if they're feeling inspired, what would you? What would you say? What, tell them what to do.
1: Okay, so there's three points. The first point is your first videos will be shit. The That's <laughs> where on the business. They will be rubbish, but because they're rubbish, no one will watch them. So you don't have to worry about anyone seeing them. Okay. Like if you look back through all mine, you straight back to the start, you'll see me. It's mainly just me and my kids messing around, doing silly videos. But each time I did them, I got slightly better at filming them, editing them. and presenting them. So not don't worry about it. Worrying that it's bad and people are going to look at it. No one will watch it if it's bad. Number two is you'll, you will only get better by putting the reps in by making the content consistently because you'll find out what your audience responds to and what they don't. They're going to give you feedback, not just in terms of watch time and shares and likes and follows, but also comments. They will literally say, oh, you should do a video on this place or can you do a video here? So, but you're only going to get better by putting the reps in and producing content on a regular basis. And then the third point is the best time to start is now, is today. Don't wait to get a new fancy camera, don't wait to read a book on how to make the best videos or, you know, attend another seminar. It's just procrastination. It's, you know, the fear of, it's awkward to be on camera. It is awkward, but you will only get better by doing it. So, you know, I think for most people who want to do video, it's been rattling around in their head for a long time and they've been putting it off. These important, these things, you know, are important, but they're not urgent. So it's easy to put off. But think if you imagine you had started six months ago, how good would your content be now? How many rounds would you have done? And how much video would you already produced in that time? You know, how many direct bookings could that have secured? How many inquiries? How much could you have grown your network in terms of, you know, think about it this way. If you go and do a, a video in a restaurant near your property, if you show that video to that restaurant, they're going to share it on all of their platforms. Definitely. So your brand reach is going to grow even further, you know, and imagine doing that with walks, experiences cafes, everything, it's a massive opportunity to get your brand out there in front of so many more people. So I think, yes, it's scary. I was scared too at the start, but it's only through constantly doing it that you're going to get more confident and competent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you've shown and we can look through your channels and see what you've created with it. And that's with just keeping going, isn't it? You've just kept going at it.
1: Yeah. Because they were shit at the start. <laughs> and some of them still are, I suppose. You know, you do stuff that you think, this is brilliant. This is... And like I say, you just get that constant feedback and it'll be like, well, no one actually cares about that thing that you thought was really important. But then you'll do some other swing thing and it'll be like mind blowing So like yeah. I visit Belfast, actually asked me to produce some content for them because they could see what we were doing was a, lot, a bit more edgy maybe than the sort of corporate, mm-hmm. you know, tourism body right. thing. And the first video we did for them did nearly a million views on their TikTok. And it was as simple as we were at the Christmas market in Belfast on the day it opens so was a big queue. I think it was at the, at the end of November maybe very, very start of December. And the video was simply me just asking people in the queue, have you got your Christmas tree up yet? Have you got your Christmas tree up yet? And like, it was like a 30 second video, but it did nearly a million views. So you, this is it. You just don't know if the video is going to explode. So yeah, uh-huh. TikTok, TikTok is another important thing I would talk about. Like, you know, everyone's used to Instagram and Facebook and maybe YouTube, but TikTok for me is the future of, of video and all sort of social media. Yeah. The organic reach from that platform is phenomenal. And I think a lot of the other platforms are trying to copy it. So
0: definitely mm-hmm.
1: say, if, if you're going to start on one thing this year, go on TikTok.
0: Yeah. There's not an age limit, is there?
1: No, well, see, when I started, I thought it was just for young people doing dances or like funny petting. Mm. But like 75% of all TikTok users are over 20. There's, there's some 20
0: is still really young. It is
1: young. It is. What? It is young. But no, I thought it would have been the opposite. I thought 20 75% would have been under 20. Right, gotcha. So, yeah. So it's still seen as a very new platform and there's still massive opportunities there for businesses to get on there, particularly- like short-term rental businesses like ours that do have lots of things that are pleasant to see, you know, like walks and restaurants and food. We're lucky that we have a lot of stuff. You know, we're not like a personal trainer where all our videos are just going to be in the gym. Mm. You know, some uh, some crypto guy who's just going to be talking head. We have lots of things, lots of content, lots of ways to increase demand for our properties, our area. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, and if you get stuck for ideas, just think about what your guests are doing. You know, what? what is your, what are your guests doing when they come to you? And those are the things that you can start showcasing.
1: Absolutely. Because they're going to be searching for those anyway. And yeah. the other thing is TikTok index is on Google. So if someone is searching best things to do in Belfast, our videos will show up in Google. So okay. it's, in way it's better than a blog because, you know, you're, you're driving people to much more value than potentially a blog or even just your website. Great. Cool.
0: Okay. Now I could talk about this all day with you, but there is something else I want to talk to you about. And that is your book. So mm-hmm. congratulations. Number one on Amazon bestseller. Thank you. And it just came out. Was that last month? Was it this month?
1: It feels like a long time ago. But <laughs> it was only just last month, maybe three, three weeks ago.
0: Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. So tell us it's the short term rental revolution. Now, I and I've already told you this. I haven't read the entire thing, but I've read bits and pieces. And what I love about it is that it's a real starter guide.
1: Yeah. So it's I was constantly getting people uh, and I I suppose I felt it myself at the start as well, of just being overwhelmed with all the things that that it's a lot of play to spend, especially when you're starting out. You no, know, you know, I think we topped off off camera. This is not a a passive income property strategy, at a hospitality business. So even the the hats you have to wear, revenue mm-hmm. manager, admin, security, there's a lot of customer service. There's a lot of plates to spin that it can be overwhelming. And, you know, I spoke to a lot of property investors who were well to make the shift and get that. And it was apparent that the mindset they had was a completely different one. So I wanted to sort of distill it down into five sort of five fundamental things that, you know, every, every aspect of the business can be put down to. So it's, they're all five P's. So the first one is property, which might seem obvious, but it's about where the property is located, what size should it be? How should you decorate it? The the second is, is promotion. So where do you get the bookings from, including direct bookings? What mm-hmm. are, should you list on? Talk about video content in there as well. How to get bookings, basically. The third is people, what to actually expect from guests, you know, so was I was very excited for my first set of guests in the property that I owned. I'd met hundreds and hundreds of guests previously from from my parents, so I didn't really have any fear there. Whereas I think for a lot of people, those first set of guests are exciting, but terrifying as well. Yeah. One, what do they? It's expect? almost like
0: a make it or break it kind of moment yeah. I think a lot of people,
1: yeah. Yeah, so I was excited for mine, but I, I sort of knew what was coming and what to expect. The fourth P is... Again, when I think, so many people don't think about it when they get started, which is processes: so how to systemize mm. the business so it doesn't take over your life and become a a twenty four seven job that you know you you grow resentful of. And again, I felt myself slipping into that right at the start too. And the fifth then is is protection. So we all know there are some very bad guests out there that we want to keep out of our places, and it's about how to spot them and stop them. And then there's actually a sixth section in there, a bonus section about mindset. So getting into that entrepreneurial mindset of of continuous improvement, of of looking at ways to look after yourself and and focus on a long-term strategy. And and it's yeah, it's been great. You know, if you ask me how long it took me to write, probably took me a year to write the actual thing, but probably 15 years to, to get the experience to to know what to put in it. And I find it find it helps to to distill down and make it just a bit clearer for people who are getting started, what they need to think about. It's not just about getting started, it's about scaling as well. So with one property, you can model through and it'll be straightforward enough. But if you really want to set yourself up on the right footing to have the capacity to grow, then yeah, I think you really should read this book. Mm -hmm.
0: Another P could be profit as well in there.
1: Well, if you get those five right, the profit comes, you know, trying to chase the profit is maybe. Not always the, the most, you know, not the best returns because you can cut corners and things. And try yeah, to, yeah.
0: Yes.
1: But trying to do everything the right way. And that, that's that's what it, what the sort of tagline is on the book is, is trying to set it up the right way because you can try and cut corners, get the wrong property, not decorate it, not invest as much as you want. You know, take any old book in, not treat the guests the right way. That will all increase your profit in the short term, but long term, you're going to be in trouble. So
0: yeah. And I loved that sort of bonus section at the back about becoming an entrepreneur, because there will be people who come to this, come into short-term rentals, you know, from a corporate background or being an employee and having your own business is such a different mindset. Yeah,
1: it's scary. And Mm -hmm. I I knew I wanted to have my own business whenever I was, I suppose, whenever I was younger, my whole life, when I was working another job. So, but making that... But I think some people started as just a side hustle. They just want the, the money on the side. Yeah. The job. And maybe not realise the potential that the, the short term rentals can bring you financially. Like when I had two, I was making more, way more than my full time job. So it was a sort of easy decision in a way to say, well, I'm going to leave work and focus on this full time. But at the same time, it is scary because it's all on you then. You know, yeah. if, if you get a bit lazy or make a few mistakes, then. That money dries up, no one's coming to pay your paycheck at the end of the month. But so it's hopefully hopefully something for everyone. If you want to get going this full time, then this is the book for you. And if you just want a side hustle, well, then this is going to enable you to set the thing up without feeling completely overwhelmed and unable to to do both. I run the business and work at the same time.
0: I think it also shows the need for us as coaches. You know, you're helping people. I'm helping people. There's many other people out there that have set up to help others in this in this business,
1: yeah, and I think people do need help. You know, I was lucky that I had this sort of apprenticeship in the family business, but a lot of people don't. And I see the complete fear in people. so there's there's sort sure. of two different types of people. there's There's one, who is scared to get started and therefore never does. And, you know, perfectly good properties, they'll pass them by because what's well, not perfect or it's not right or but well, it really is procrastination. Then there are others who get started, jump right in, have no idea what's coming for them. And then whenever the stuff does start happening, they're like, a panic. So people do need help. There, there were no coaches or books back then when I started. So, you know, I think I, li- I love helping people and I love you know, these these first steps into the unknown for people where everything can, the smallest thing potentially in our eyes can be a massive problem for someone. Yeah. It's yeah. nice to just be able to calm them and say, okay, don't worry, listen, this, this is how you do it. This is how you change it. This, this system, the easy system. Because we've been there and we've been yeah. through it. So yeah, I get a lot from that. Love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I can see that. And I think you're in a perfect place to to showcase what you can do with your business. Now, I can't, not let you go until I ask you what does direct booking success mean to you?
1: So for us it means that we're doing well in making Belfast, uh, a hot city to visit. It means people are finding us through our videos and we're growing our brand. It means more people coming to our city. And on the the granular level, it means less of a reliance on, on the OTAs, which, you know, I say in my book and I make no apologies for it, but they care about themselves first, guests second, and us last. As property owners, we're bottom of the food chain in their eyes. So we need to wrestle back control from them. And, you know, they are a necessary evil. Maybe evil is a strong word, but they are (laughs) necessary. You know, the brand reach from them is huge, but we need to be diverting some of that income we pay their commission on and, and putting that into much more long-term, sustainable, authentic sort of brand recognition that will convert into direct bookings.
0: Great. Well, thank you, Dave, so much. Like I said, I'm going to put these links in the show notes, but where can listeners connect with you?
1: So I'm a bit complicated. I've got two, two profiles for everything. So I've got our Central Belfast Department's profiles, which is all on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and you find all our sort of guest facing videos. If you want to know the best Guinness in Belfast, that's the place to go. <laughs> Likewise, all the other bits and pieces, guest uh, tourist interviews and, and whatever. But then I have another that's sort of aimed at short-term rental managers and people who are running these these businesses. And I've called Airbnb coach. Now, Airbnb is the phrase that I do not like, but it is a phrase that is the common vernacular. So, yeah, so Airbnb so. coach again on TikTok, Instagram, um, Facebook and YouTube actually. Or if you just want to get a mixture of both, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, Dave Courtner
0: Well, I'll put those links in the show notes. Thanks so much, Dave, for coming on.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Hey, thanks for listening to the Direct Booking Success Podcast. For more information about this episode and others, head to the website, directbookingsuccess.com slash podcast. See you next time.